we salute the risk takers. Those who aren't afraid to risk the ordinary for the extraordinary. The dreamers. The rule breakers. Those who live life on their own terms. The action takers. Who understand without risk, there is no reward. Because the most dangerous risk of all is not taking any. So play outside. Make the deal. Join a tribe and celebrate. We are. We are risk takers. Hey everybody, it's Joe Moulton and welcome to another episode of We Are Risk Takers. I'm super excited today for our guest, Sandra Coos. Uh, she is an intuitive trauma release and self-empowerment coach, a sexual abuse survivor. She's turned that into helping women. She works with women who yearn for a deeper meaning and purpose, who are unable to move from their past, current, their past and their current paradigm, releasing unresolved trauma, perceived limitations, and doubts, allowing them to liberate themselves from their chains of their past and confidently claim their place in the world. She is a successful author. So welcome to the show, Sandra. Thank you so much, Joe. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you here. Why don't we start out a little bit with, and let's tell our listeners a little bit about your story. Okay. Well, my story started when I was 12. I was molested. When I was 14, I was sexually I was sexually harassed. When I was 16, I was bullied in school. Between the age of 19 and 25, I was sexually assaulted multiple times. And when I was 22, I was raped. Okay, so I mean you were it's that's that's a horrible past, but I love the fact that you've been able to take that trauma. And, and move past it and, 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 and that I'm sure is the passion that drove you to start helping women, am, am I right? Yes. So, so tell, me, tell me a little bit about that. Tell me about um, how you got into helping women. Like what made you go from the journey of healing from your own past to helping women heal from their past? Well, it was the more I healed from my own trauma, the more I walked through it, the more I learned about it. And the more I understood about trauma, the more I realized that most people don't understand what trauma really is. And that's the factor why we can't move past it. So I was like, well, if I understand that, I can make other people understand. And if I can heal through my understanding, other people can heal too. And it was just this feeling of I can give someone something that I thought was never possible. Because that's what I thought when I started on my journey, my healing journey took 20 years, but I don't work that long with people, so don't worry. Um, but I really learned everything from scratch. I had no support system. Whenever I reached out for help, I was dismissed, even from the psychologist. So I had to figure it out on my own. And now looking back, I'm glad that I did because it really taught me so much that I can pass on to other people. Wow, wow, that's a great story. And, I, and I'm sure there's there's women out there that are just being truly blessed by your gift. Um, let's talk a little bit more about that because I mean, I know myself, there's so many people out there, there's so many sufferers from sexual abuse, not only sexual abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, 
there's all kinds of it and, and they suffer in silence. So in the, in the kind of essence of the We Are Risk Takers movement, um, what made you take the risk? Because some people, uh, and, I, and I've helped coach quite a bit of, of myself, not to your extent, but people who are almost ashamed to, to tell people about their story because a lot of sexual abuse survivors, I know they suffer from the guilt that, you know, maybe it was my fault. So it, tell me how you took that risk to actually move forward and start telling your story and start sharing your story. It was terrifying, <laughs> honestly. Um, well, my generation and the generation before me, so I was born in the 70s to give you an idea. We were taught that you don't talk about these things. I mean, I grew up in Germany post-war. You don't talk about it. What, what would the neighbors think if they knew something happened to you? Someone, some, someone in his family had trauma. So we're being shamed to not talk about it because it's something you talk about, it just it happens and you deal with it. So the first time I openly decided to talk about it because I've just felt the pull, I felt the urge to really share my story and help someone else with what I've learned. I told my mom and <laughs> she was, it was so funny. She was like, okay, so what if you're in the, in the newspaper, your neighbor reads it and talks to your husband, what does your husband think about that? And I was like, well, he supports me. He's proud of me. And she was like, okay. I was like, mom, this is your limiting belief. Get over it. And now she's, well, I was a little nicer to her, but, but now she's one of my greatest supporters because she had to overcome her own limiting belief. And that's really what it comes down to. We have to step out of our comfort zone. We have to step over our limiting beliefs because limiting beliefs are instilled within us. But they don't necessarily have to resonate with us. We're just afraid of what other people may think. Fear of failure, same thing. Fear of success, same thing. Afraid of what other people will say or think. Once we say, okay, this is my life. This is my story. I have every right in the world to tell it. There's nothing shameful about being sexually assaulted. Oh. And it's not my fault. It's the one thing we cannot control. We can't control when someone is attacking us. It was not our fault. How could it be our fault? I mean, I was raped and I was wearing a baggy shirt and sweatpants. No makeup, nothing. So you can't tell me it was because I was dressing up differently. So we really have to challenge ourselves and take our self-worth back. We have to take our power back and say, this is my story. I will share it. And that's that. Wow. Wow. I mean, and it's so amazing. I mean, so I can't imagine how difficult it must have been to come out to a parent because of course our parents want to protect us. And this is something they really can't protect us from. I heard you say a couple of times in there about limiting beliefs. And, you know, I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan and, and, you know, lots of people who would follow in that world would understand what limiting belief means. But for some of the listeners that don't really understand what limiting beliefs might mean, and, and, and actually let's open their eyes because I'm, there's lots of people that suffer that. Can you break it down a little bit for them, like about some of the limiting beliefs and what limiting beliefs mean to you? Okay. Well, in essence, limiting beliefs are anything that makes us dim our light on purpose. So if we're afraid to move into the next level of our lives, if we're afraid to pursue a dream, there's a reason behind this. Fear is a trigger. And a trigger means it brings up a memory and the emotion of a memory that we had before. And we don't want to repeat that. So it's like an alarm system. Fear is an alarm system of the body saying, no, nope, we've held like this before. We don't want to go there. 
And that's all we have to challenge. And so a limiting belief is, for example, you're not good enough because you've heard this time and time again as a child. You're being ridiculed for saying something wrong in school. So you're afraid to speak up. That's a limiting belief. So you don't speak your truth. You don't make yourself heard because you're afraid of being ridiculed or being judged. That's a limiting belief. But all of those are just triggers from trauma. Now, trauma is not just the big stuff. Trauma can be little things, things we don't even see as trauma, but it's all coming from trauma and we can release all of that. Wow. And it's the beauty of it. No. I wouldn't be here today if I didn't step out of my comfort zone time and time and time again. Still to this day, I push through to the next level because I challenge myself. I still have triggers come up, little ones, the big ones are gone, luckily. But the little ones, the self-doubt, sometimes a little bit of imposter syndrome. You know, like every entrepreneur has that. But I push through and say, I can do this because I've already done it time and time again. So wow. just I, I, pushing through. I love that you said that. I love that you talked about imposter syndrome and, and how those triggering limited beliefs still come up to this day. You seem very, you seem very confident, you know, very, very uh, articulate in your message, but even the most confident, articulate entrepreneurs can still have those fears, can still have self-doubt come up to them. So uh, thanks so much for saying that. So I want to ask a little bit. So you, you've written this book, uh, Journey to Yourself, How to Heal from Trauma. Um, now, did you write that before you started coaching women or was that part of the journey? It was part of the journey. I had already started working on a book which looked a little different, but the more I got into trauma healing, the more I added trauma into the mix. And then the whole book just changed and I started from scratch <laughs> because I felt the more I wrote about it, when let's say when I first started to write out my story was a huge challenge because I had to consciously go back into everything that happened because I wanted to be honest in my story. But the more I went back into it, the more I could look at it like a movie and the more I understood of trauma and the things that I did and now understood it from a healed perspective. So I could go back and observe myself. And this is one of the greatest powers we have is self-observation. This brings us the farthest, no one else does. We have to do that. And that's how I started my book. And then whatever I realized about trauma, I wrote a chapter about it. So it just went on and on and on. And I love how it turned out because it's such an amazing manual. It's not just my story. It's a self-help book. It's I have exercises in there. I have suggestions people can do. I have journaling in there. I have room for notes. So it's really a hands-on workbook for anyone who's ready to heal and wants to understand trauma. Wow. Wow. No, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So you wrote the book and then you got into helping women. Tell me a little bit about that. Tell me how you made that journey into to coaching and helping women. Okay. Well, I'm a Reiki master and Reiki was a big part of my own healing journey because it helped me so much of understanding to release blockages, to release stuck energy and limiting beliefs and everything is basically just energy that we're holding on to. Mm -hmm. Now, I love giving Reiki treatments. I still do to this day, but what I loved most about it was after sitting down with my clients to make sure they're grounded and not dizzy or anything after all this work. And they just talked to me, they opened up to me and it always came back to trauma. And I just love talking them through it, helping them understand and seeing it from a different angle. And, just, and this was just like, I love doing that. Wow, wow. 
Now, I just want to go in a little bit because, of course, this show is all about risk. It's all about helping entrepreneurs, athletes, helping everyday people overcome their fear and risks. And a lot of people would ask me, you know, it's such a deep topic. Um, you know, what's the risk here, Joe? Like this, you know, this woman's a survivor of, of sexual abuse. What's the risk? And I always tell my clients, you know, there's many levels of risk. And mm -hmm. what I see yours is, is personal risk, you know, personal risk of actually coming out and telling your story, being vulnerable enough to tell your story that, that what we call reputational risk almost is, you know, oh, I didn't know that about Sandra. Is, is that going to change how people see you? Things like that. So can I ask you, when you, when you started to come out, when you started to come out with your story and when you started to help other women, what are some of the risks and fears you had to deal with um, kind of when you're making that journey? Well, the greatest risk definitely was talking about it. And I had no idea what would happen if I would start talking about it. But I was like, you know, I just have to jump into the deep end. Because when I was researching about coaching while I did my coaching certification and everything, was I was like, your story matters. Your story yes. is what helps people. And it was actually one of Oprah's words that really gave me the last bit that I needed. She said, turn your wounds into wisdom. And that really stuck with me, resonated with me to this day. I keep going back to that quote. And this has really helped me to get out of my comfort zone. And I started writing about my journey because I felt so <laughs> panicky in front of the camera at the beginning. So I wrote about it because I love writing and people just resonated with it so much. The replies I got were so encouraging and positive and people loved it. And then I started to write about the insights that I got from trauma. And I was, in some ways I was basically saying something completely different than what therapists do. <laughs> and yeah. it resonated so deeply with people because they got a deeper insight into the concept of trauma, not just about coping with it, but really how to take it out and let it go wow. because it's possible. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I love that story. I love that, you know, there's two things that you said there that really resonated with me. And one is that, you know, it's your story. Your story is your message. And if you don't share that story, how many silent, how many people suffer in silence and, and just, to, you know, whether it's one, 100 or 1000 people that you might get a chance to help, even if it's one, your, your story is so worth it. And then the other part that, that you were talking about is, is, you know, how it's, it's that, it's that journey to get it out and, and how you wrote it almost, it leads me really to my next question. I know that writing and sharing, what are some of the other tools that you use to kind of, you know, uh, deal with this to, 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 to go on your journey? Well, the most important thing is understanding how to work with your triggers. I mean, I used to dread triggers just like everybody else <laughs> because you don't want to feel how you feel when you're being triggered. But once you understand how to work with triggers in order to release them, you welcome every trigger that comes up. I still have triggers come up. I was like, yay, something else that wants to leave. Let's do it. <laughs> And it's really, it's not difficult at all. You just really have to take a step back. Okay, first take a deep breath and let all that pent up energy go. And then take a step, an emotional step back and look at the trigger. What are you feeling? So when we're being triggered, we just feel upset, 
angry, we feel something. So we have to pinpoint that emotion. Is it guilt? Is it resentment? Is it shame? Is it fear of rejection? Fear of being judged? You know, we have to really give it a name. And then we have to ask ourselves, where did I feel like this before? And then we go like on a mental journey and go through our mind and back to a situation where we felt like this before and look at it to understand what happened. And just by understanding what happened, we can release this need to, for the trigger to come back up. And then after that, we go on and say, okay, where else did I feel like this? So we go back and back and back until we get to the root cause of the issue. And we know when we get there because it's the most intense. And we look at it, we send it love. If it's us in, as a child, we embrace our child and say, here, you're gonna be okay, just to start the healing process. And if we can do this, really observe ourselves and our triggers, we can release our trauma with ease. We just have to understand what the trigger is trying to tell us. Wow. No, that's great. And that, I'm, I'm hoping that resonates so much with our listeners because most of the time fear and risk is all about that fear of failure, the risk of what, what happens if I fail. And I love how you tied that word in triggers because, and, and you said, you know, I love that you said, yay, another trigger, because really, mm-hmm. you know, you're, it's not that it wasn't your failure. It wasn't your risk. It's something that happened a negative experience. And, and, and we push away negative experience. So, you know, so quickly without taking and pausing for a minute and saying, just like you said, you know, what, what can I learn from this? What experience can I take away from this? So that's amazing. I, I love it. So, yeah. So the question then would be, is what advice or what recommendation could you give to one of two people, one, ladies who want to release and, and come and, and, and get in coaching or Reiki sessions with you, or someone who may actually be uh, a sexual abuse survivor? What, what's some of the advice that you could give them uh, to help them? Well, for all sexual assault survivors out there, you're not broken. That's the first thing you know, you're not broken. There is never a way of no return. No matter what happens, no matter how severe, it can be healed. You can heal from that. So, but you have to want it. So we hear a lot from spiritual minded people. Whenever you think negative, change your thought. That's all well and good. But when it comes to trauma, that doesn't work because you're not acknowledging the trick that's coming up to be released every trigger is a guiding light to what needs healing so to release your trauma embrace your trigger embrace your emotions whatever you feel at any given time is okay let it tell you why be brave and look at yourself and you will heal because you will observe yourself understand and with that release now for someone who wants to work with others or is already working with others awesome job This is one of the best things we can do is really help people heal because with that, we make the world such a better place. Wow. Wow. And I mean, yeah, no, I've got goosebumps just listening to your message because there's so many people that need this help. There's so many people. um, I I love that you said you're not broken. I love, I've heard, I've been through some of these sessions before where people you know, put the blame on themselves. It's almost mm-hmm. like, and, and I love that you said, you know, it's, it wasn't my fault. I was wearing, you know, baggy sweatpants and a sweater. It's not, it's not your fault, people. It's, 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 and you're yeah. not broken. So I love that. So, so, so many good tips, so much good stuff so far. 
and, and I don't want to move on from the story, but we only have so much time today. And I, so I want to ask, I mean, I know you're doing so much. What else is coming up for you? What other other things that you're starting to work on to, to continue with this journey and, and help more people? Well, Journey to Yourself is actually a trilogy. Oh. <laughs> so I'm currently working on a second book called How to Unbecome Who You Were Taught to Be, where I go deeper into limiting beliefs. I really have chapters on different fears that we have and really pick them apart until there's no reason to be afraid anymore because we understand why we are afraid. Talk about our upbringing, talk about how this affects our relationships because relationships should be a sanctuary, but so many people have issues with their relationships because they're triggered constantly and don't understand that. So I talk about empowering your relationship to make it really what you want it to be, to be the rock in your life. So really unbecoming everything that we were taught. And that's what I'm working on right now. And of course, still figuring out the kinks of my group program, which is very exciting. So far I work one-on-one and I absolutely love it. Excellent. But at some point you have to move to group programs. Otherwise I work 24 seven <laughs> and no one can do that, unfortunately, as much as I would love to. Well, and that's, that's, I mean, I, I guess the thing is, and so, you know, in, in my own work, we, we do group programs, we do one-on-one and, and, and you can really feel the power of the group, uh, you know, when you have the power of, of people with similar experiences. So that's fantastic. And you can help more people, you know, if you do one-on-one, like you said, there's only 24 hours a day you have to sleep sometime, Sandra, but, you know, in a group setting that you can help more people. So that's amazing. So new book. So where can people get a hold of you? How can our listeners reach out to Sandra and, and, and ask more about you, read more about your story, or, or possibly even, you know, become a, a member of your group or, or get coaching? Well, people can find me on my website, riseaboveyourstory.com. They can find me on Facebook as Sandra Cruz author or Rise Above Your Story and LinkedIn on Sandra Cruz. Excellent. And we'll make sure that we drop all those links. When we repost this, we'll make sure that we drop it uh, in our group and all those links. Well, you know what? It's been fantastic today, Sandra. I, I, you know, this has been such an uplifting interview for me. Like I said, you know, it's such a deep and heavy topic, but it's nice Mm -hmm. to know that, you know, it's not the end. There's a light at the end of the tunnel and people can move beyond. So I just want to give you just a few more minutes before we close out. You know, if there's anything else you want to share with our listeners, I love your message so far, but any last words you'd like to share with our listeners? Being stuck in trauma is hell, but healing from it is incredible. Every day I'm so happy. I feel so free, you know, and I want nothing more than to help other people experience the same freedom because there's nothing else in it in the world. So don't be afraid of looking at yourself and start healing. It's possible. Excellent. Wow. Well, listen, once again, Sandra, once again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for coming on today. I'm so glad I got to meet you and I got to share your story with our listeners. So like I say, everybody, every every time we do a show like this, you know, there's all type of risks. We want to thank Sandra for taking the risk today of actually coming out and sharing this story. Um, get a hold of her. We're going to drop those links in our Facebook group. And as I always say, you have to remember that life's true and greatest rewards are only one risk away. Thank you, Sandra. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. We are. We are risk takers. <laughs>